Welcome to Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show, a podcast where nostalgia comes alive. Together, Jake and his friends interview talents varying from actors, directors, writers, producers, composers, puppeteers, and so much more. Who will they be chatting with today? Find out in this Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode, Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show, where nostalgia comes alive. I'm your host, Jake Devonball. With me today, our co-host, Chris Bixby and Wyatt McCullough. How are you guys doing? We're good. Oh, great. How are you? How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. That's great. Jake, who do we got today? Today's guest we have for today, he is an actor who is who, who's a part of, of some shows that you know that we will mention later on. A couple of them with with his with his dad, yeah. and as well as he's a part of a Nick, one one modern Nick Jr. shows, which is which Sid Croft and Marty Marty Croft were created, which is called Mind Stuff. Here he is, Calvin Milan. Calvin, how are you? Hey guys, I'm super good today. I'm a little bit sick, but it's not stopping my uh, my happy energy today. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Uh, that's good to hear. That's awesome to hear. Oh, I so, hope you get better soon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, me too. So we know who you are. For those who don't, can you, can you tell a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, well, I grew up um, raised by packs of dogs um basically i learned how to walk from them almost and uh, yeah i've been around animals my whole life and so learning this this um lifestyle um i realized that my dad was actually teaching people how to uh live more in the animal perspective in their life so sometimes people can get really caught up in their creativity where they create actual problems um, in their lives, like stress that can be eliminated by just going for a walk, taking a breath, or some of these natural things that we, that animals do to relieve stress. So I didn't know that that was his profession uh, until um, my dad said that he wanted to give me a show that I can actually help kids uh, learn the same things that I learned growing up, like how to handle my um, my energy and how to control my emotions, so that I am not a passenger but i'm the driver of them and um so you know being able to cope with uh stress in a in a a healthy way and because you know there are stress does exist in in you know nature there's a bunch of things that that um i guess we're not used to seeing in a in a concrete building out in the street you know i mean so Mm. Um, it's just adapting that natural uh, perspective, that natural lifestyle into our very unnatural lifestyle now, which will help us basically reach a lot of more peace much more easily and simply. That's awesome. Nice. That's, that's what we wanted here. to offer on, on the show. And, and yeah, yeah, that's that's my, uh, that's my story. Back to the background. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh, man. Nice. Happy to be here. Uh, what else can we talk about? I want to I know about you guys. How, how did you start this this uh, this show, Jake? So, so, of course, you know, I was the one who, you know, started the show. Okay, so so fun fact. So before Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show, you know, became a thing, mm-hmm. me and my other co-host, Matthew Johnson, who was, who was Man, here, hold on. Um, you want to go way back? You started doing interviews first. <laughs> mm. Well, like of the random people in the oh, oh yeah, like I, so I started like where I'm doing where I started like my um like my experience interviewing was like I was interviewed like uh, to a people from the community that three of us are a part of and uh yeah. 
And then after that, for a little bit, me, my other co-host, Matthew Johnson, both of us were thinking about having a boring podcast, which literally, boring related podcast, literally, it was only one episode, it was on StreamYard, you know how amazing amazing StreamYard is. And uh, so after that, we now wasn't really motivated to do do more episodes. And then when when I started doing the show, like, it's so much fun doing this, you know, because yeah. we because lots of you know lots of episodes we've done we interview you know musicians composers actors mm-hmm. puppeteers, puppeteers and, yeah so so we're like we're all like you know the diverse like kind of you know yeah. show yeah. instead of just interview all musicians you know so yeah. you know that's what yeah. you know show's all about and and then you know why chris and other coasts matthew and matt want to be a coast and boom and then we and then then we just doing episodes and we just having fun and keep doing it ever since. So yeah. And Chris yeah. was a part of a podcast that's still going called the DJ Boss Show. I was, yeah. Um I've I've definitely had some previous experience with podcasts before this one. I was on the DJ Bob show as a co-host, which I great friendly edit yeah, for amazing. still yeah, off and on. Yeah. Mm. Oh wow. But I never had podcast experience before I got into the second episode, not knowing I was doing that. I did it. Mm. Oh wow. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I mean, I don't really do um, uh, this kind of stuff, but um, right. it's you guys are making it feel super, super easy for me. So thank you. Oh, <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Definitely. Definitely. So why, why don't you ask the next? It's actually you. Well, yeah, but we already kind of answered that in a way. Can you talk a bit about how you got into acting? Yeah. So I'm. I actually have absolutely no experience of acting prior to the show. Um, yeah. everything that I did on my dad's show was not real, like it wasn't fake. Yeah. Like, right. Like, it was, like the, I guess that that's what you would call reality TV, right? Yeah. yeah. Reality uh, TV. Yeah. So I really didn't have any experience of, of kind of pretending to, to, to have certain emotions. I've always kind of been honest with how I felt and how I expressed myself. Um, but when my dad said, um, hey, you're going to be on a TV show. Uh, we really want to um, share with the world what, you know, what we taught, what I taught you as, as a kid um, and make it, you know, much more accessible in a fun way for, for you know, for the community. Um, I was like, okay, so what am I going to do? Do I just, you know, do I go in and do I just say, hey, guys, make sure when you meet an animal, the first thing you do is practice no touch, no talk, no eye contact so that they can trust you first. Because, you know what I mean? Uh, that's normal. That's what, that's what other animals do with each other. But yeah. Yeah. like that, they was, I had to say, I had, I had to speak to a puppet. Um, I was talking to kids that I didn't know. So yeah, all feelings that, that I, I, um, I learned to express on, on the show were actual genuine feelings that I've, I've had in real life. So oh, wow. Wow. meeting these kids, uh, I guess what were just, I, I had to access memories of meeting other other people and feeling the same way and then channeling that feeling into this scripted um you know character. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. So so can you talk a bit about um your background and kind of how you grew up? Yeah. Um well I grew up in um Inglewood. Uh, my dad's uh, facility, my dad's first facility when he crossed the border, um, when he um, came from Mexico, uh, his first facility was uh, South Central. And that's, you know, downtown 
downtown LA. Uh, not the safest place, but uh, funny thing is that it gets a little bit of, it gets a little bit safer when you have a pack of Rottweilers and pit bulls following. <laughs> yeah. I mm-hmm. off leash so you feel pretty safe that nobody will come up to you and, and give you any trouble um so mm-hmm. i grew up just you know going on really big walks with my dad uh, around dangerous neighborhoods uh with packs of dogs and not feeling one bit of fear and, and living and growing up without much fear um and what happened i said there you go yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then after that, uh, my dad, basically, he was discovered. I'm, I'm not sure. Um, not really sure too much on these details, but he was discovered and um, Hollywood caught wind and was like, oh, my God, you know, this, you know, this maniac is on rollerblades riding around with all these dangerous breeds off leash. Yeah. Yeah. Down to L.A. Like, well, this is crazy. So he, he made his first uh, appearance on a newspaper that we still have um, uh, saved in our, in our memory vault. Um, and then after that, he was approached by some TV producers from Hollywood uh, about um, doing a TV show. And at this, at this time, I was there watching all of it. Like I was working with the dogs, feeding the dogs, telling the big dogs that are way taller than me, way stronger than me. <laughs> Give me my space and, you know, have some respect for me because I want to play by myself and, you know, I want to ride my bike. You don't want, you don't need to chase me. Um, and I, I just watched the, my dad tell these producers like, okay, whoever can walk through these packs of dogs and come out to the other side without any fear and, and the dogs accept you, I'll work with you. He wanted to make sure that their energy was right. He was, he was a big guy. Um, big, his, Super big. Um, sorry, I'm a little foggy right now, but he's really big on energy and um, animals. That's the first thing they read is your energy. Yeah. And um, and so the first thing that there was, I think these two ladies, uh, they walked through the pack of dogs, very confident, very calm. And my dad said, I'll work with you two. And so that's how the dog whisperer was created. Oh, and nice. that's the oh, that, that's basically I, that's when my dad's regular life was just recorded on, you know, camera. Yeah. But yeah, yeah so that was, his, that was his, uh, that was his job before. And it just, now it's on TV. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's, that's, and we, and then after that, we moved, uh, moved out to, from, from Inglewood uh, to um, Santa Clarita and then back into uh, Encino. And, now we're we're kind of just moving all over the place. Uh, eventually, we're going to get to Japan, Spain. Uh, all these wow. wow. Yeah. We're going to get some. Here. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Nice. So, who are some of your inspirations? Um, like, involve, you know, dog training or something, you know? Well, a big inspiration... Um, for the character of Calvin on Mutt and stuff, or just me in general as a human? Yeah. In general, just in general. Yeah. In general. Um, there you go. Well, my grandma created my dad. So um, yeah. mm-hmm. she gave him all of the necessary um, energy that it took to be who he is right now. And 
thankfully I was my 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 dad would would bring my grandma over from Mexico to to you know the United States Inglewood I, I I got to spend a lot of time with her and she really yeah. really really has a deep genuine affinity for the Japanese culture the Asian cultures mm. and mostly the martial arts part of it and that influenced me a lot growing up um my dad was a, a judo champion uh, as a kid oh, wow. and wow. Nice. really yeah we have i think he has plaques on his instagram uh photos oh, wow. of, of all the uh, gold medals he's won in mexico wow. but um she she would talk to me about bruce lee and how how wow. how disciplined they are and and that had really inspired me as, as a part of who I am to remember that that knowledge behind that art. So yeah. Yeah. I would say one of my first inspirations is my grandma, my, my dad's mom. She she really pushed me into the realm of the Japanese culture and and, and philosophy and lifestyle. Because that's where the energy they really practice uh, seeing life um, through the perspective of as energy life is energy and everything around is energy so that was my first because every everything my dad was repeating to me was from what my grandma would say to him so that was my first inspiration um my second inspiration obviously is my dad yeah Yeah. to have the uh excuse my language but to have the balls to do such a big scary you know, leap of faith. It's like jumping off of a cliff. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. you don't know if you're going to make it or not. Right. For, yeah. for, it's like, it kind of reminds me of like a hero, like a hero's journey. Yeah. Uh, that, uh, that, that just taking all the risk and, and, and the, the only way, you know what I mean, that you're going to make it out is if you, if you succeed. <laughs> and yeah. he yeah. bet it all and he, he succeeded. So that inspires me to, to reach whatever goal that I want to reach. And I, I see it as very normal now. Like miracles are a, what, what he did, it could be seen as a miracle, but that science is, it's much more, um, it can be explained. Um, he used hard work. He used a good perspective. He didn't whine. He didn't complain. He was very grateful, which is very um, spiritually empowering and it cre- create um, a very strong magnetic field for positive uh, people and situations to come into your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and just maintaining that faith, that faith, that, 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 uh, <laughs> that trust in his ability, the confidence, the calmness. And so, yeah, that's, those are his superhero energies that, that inspired me to, to, to take that and create it my own. And then the third, the third inspiration um, I would have to say is the the samurai. Uh, I draw a lot of my inspiration from Japanese culture. Um, um, I'm actually a blacksmith as well. As, as, as oh wow! That wow. I like. Wow. Yeah, I I make nice. um, swords and knives. Oh, that's cool. Nice. Nice. And I don't know why I thought I would be the one to to make them and not the one to like really practice them and use them as much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've, I, I've learned that um, I'm inside. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a craftsman. Mm-hmm. So whatever nice. 
I'm going to do, I'm going to do it like a craftsman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, inspiration. Yeah. So awesome. I, I know you uh, brought this up a bit earlier. Or we talked about it a bit earlier, but before Mont and stuff, you appeared on, of course, two of your dad, uh, Caesar Milan's shows, Caesar 911 and Dog Whisper with Caesar Milan. Can you talk a bit about those? Yeah. Um, which, like I said, my dad's life was like so, it was so normal. So one TV show wasn't really different to me from the others. <laughs> I mean, so, <laughs> Kind of, can you kind of give me a little bit? Sorry, I'm trying to set up the phone here. Can you give a little bit more? Uh, ask more, I think. Say, say that again, Calvin. Sorry. Um, okay. Could you ask a question? I, I, uh, what was the difference between those two shows? Or how was it like on, on those shows? Or, yeah, or, yeah. How, how, like? how, how, what was it like, uh, you know, comparing on those two shows? Um, it was, to me, uh, I... I I didn't have any any sense of I still don't have any sense of money, power or fame like desires. Um, so those shows to me were just the same as as if the camera wasn't there. Um, you know, my dad was was like a um, he's he's really good at, at at creating a very calm and peaceful environment. So yeah, it almost it felt very like as if you you know you went to church. It was something that you had yeah. to go to because your parents told you to. Right. So mm. you don't, you know, you'd rather be outside playing with your friends. But, yeah. Exactly. You know, it's that feeling of like, all right, I'm here because, you know, my dad told me to be here, but I don't mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like normal. It was like going to yeah. church. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. That's also, since awesome. you mentioned about two differences, what, what was the, what's the difference just for, from, from those two shows? <laughs> oh, that's right. The difference. Uh, I, I'm not the right guy to tell you the difference, but uh, <laughs> Get your dad it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> was one in Spanish and then the other one was in English? I remember he oh, did. Yeah, there might know. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I lived in Spain for one of these shows. Uh, I, I think that was wow. Leader, Leader de la Manada. Um, I'm not sure. We don't know. <laughs> Somebody out there tell us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, what I'm kind of curious about, I think everybody else is kind of curious about, how did Mutton Stuff come about? Mutton Stuff came about uh, with my, I think my dad had an idea to to change the script. So, yeah. uh, like we were just talking about those two, two different shows. They yeah. had two different, I think, producers, right? So they had two yeah. different... Um, two different perspectives of how they wanted to, you know, give the show or, or not. I'm not sure, but I, I do know that they, they, it needs to be, something needs to be different. The foundation needs to be different for it to be a different show. Um, and it was just super sometimes dramatic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, our coping mechanisms as humans are much different than animals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like Hollywood would really exploit certain coping mechanisms like crying, yeah. um, frustration, just, you know, yeah. the, losing control, more imbalanced coping mechanisms. Right. Mm-hmm. But what my dad wanted to, to do was change the script from this like Hollywood, like exploitation, pers- like thing. And yeah. 
mm-hmm. wanted to say, hey, well, what about when the co- when when your coping mechanisms build a healthy habit? Like it helps you build yeah. a healthy. So yeah, instead of holding in, inside and you know what I mean, crying on camera, you have a person helping you learn how to breathe with those same situ- stressful situations. Yeah. So my dad had created uh, partnered with. Yale and Harvard um, University to create this program, this Muddy Grease program, and educate people on. Oh, excuse me, I have to cough. <coughs> it's fine. Created this. Pro- they've created this program together um, to teach others the same um, <coughs> strategies, but in a much more like a kid's book. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. it's super yeah. simple, yeah. super, you know, <laughs> sorry. <That's> <laughs> Damn. <clears throat> uh, super applicable or uh, I don't even know how you say that word, but you can apply it very easily. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I think <laughs> he had certain partners <laughs> that were talking about it before. Oh, man, this cop is really kidding me. Oh. <coughs> uh. <clears throat> Anyways, and I think the conversation with Marty Croft came about by one of his friends talking to him. Oh, and then, okay. yeah. hey, what? <laughs> is, do you have any kids? And my dad was like, yeah, actually, I want to do a show with him. Wow. Uh, <laughs> oh man <laughs> okay give me one second guys uh, <laughs> no, no worries let's get, let's get part. Chris yeah, is gonna get all this part out so yeah so whenever oh. the parts when like we would be the cough or anything all this gonna part yeah, out so <laughs> God, it's like stuck <clears throat> okay ready so um so with mutton stuff what was it like working with the cast and crew for the first time for the first time like the first episode or like yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. (laughs) um first episode was absolutely crazy because it was a pilot and it picked up um it was (laughs) really funky uh, I didn't, I didn't had no idea what was going on. And they were telling me, say these lines into that camera and smile while you're singing and don't blink <laughs> and make sure, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, don't look too awkward. So blink a little bit like all yeah. of these, you know, micro, uh, micro expressions. Um, and I was learning, okay, I'm not super comfortable with this yet. But I'm okay with being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm okay with um, expressing myself without doubt. I'm okay with, um, yeah, making myself vulnerable to judgment and not caring about judgment. Just you know, mm-hmm. follow direction and, and and you know, worrying about that more than judgment. Mm-hmm. And the first pilot, it didn't get picked up, but oh, wow. 
definitely an interesting wow. experience because I learned, you know, what a dressing room was. I, even though yeah. I was in a dressing room with my dad for the first time, it was my show. So mm-hmm. now yeah. I understand, like the value was different. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The, the, yeah. Because it was mine, I guess. Um, yeah. But yeah, it it was really it was really weird having someone ask you every like hour if I wanted anything to drink, wanted anything to eat. Um, Cause you know what I mean? My dad raised me to go get it myself. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I'm not, I'm not, you know, some princess, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. So I, you know, I go get it myself. Um, so I had, when, when we did the second pilot, cause the first pilot didn't get picked up. There was just, it just didn't look right. It was really, uh, uh-huh. like I said, it was, it was kind of like wacky. Uh-huh. The second one was so. much Marty Croft. Marty and Sid Croft, like, right, vision, yeah, 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 was mm-hmm. in the in the actual set. So when we filmed the first pilot, it immediately got picked up. Hmm. Wow. Like there was, oh, wow. there, it was the first show. Like, I think it was the first show to not have a pilot, like episode yeah. prior. Yeah, and they were explaining me to this, and I still I had you know no background experience, so I had no no understanding of the value of, of, of the, the kind of, you know, um, records we were making. So the first episode I think was the pilot and, um, it was super awesome, super colorful. As soon as I got nice. wearing the clothes, I knew I got into character. Like it was yeah. the big brother. Like it, I got the blue Jersey. I got my converse. I got my nice fitted pants. Uh, shout out to Paula Truman because that was uh, um, we went on a uh, dressing um, shopping spree to like kind of figure out outfits for Calvin, and they you know ah, they used nice. So we went to we went to a couple stores in Santa Monica, and uh, oh, came nice. back. You know we tried them on and took pictures, and you know uh, she showed Marty all those pictures in the blue the blue fit with the, the baseball jersey was the was like yeah that's mud stuff right there yeah and yeah that became the first that became the first um uh, i guess um decision of what calvin's character looks like and then after that i made the decision of how he would feel and so i you know i would i would get the lines i'd, I'd stare at you know the mirror and try to analyze my micro expressions i realized that that didn't really work out as well i needed someone else to do it um and that I got an acting coach, uh, mm-hmm. for Cynthia Bain. And, and then it was, um, Adam Tate. Um, and then we started working more on more the, 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 the true art of acting, um, okay. during the first yeah. week. So that was super stressful for me. Uh, again, like I said, I'm fine with being vulnerable, but it was stressful because, there was a certain level of, of professionalism once you got on a, on, a, on a fully funded show, like a full backed, it got picked up. You know what I mean? Like we're, 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 gonna, we're now serious. Yeah. Yeah. Once it got serious, I got intimidated. <laughs> and yeah. Put on that costume and, and then all of that kind of started to like go away because Calvin doesn't worry about that stuff. Calvin is here to help children and their dogs or puppies with mm-hmm. how they feel exactly. and to teach them 
that they can help others with how they feel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and so the, the lines started becoming less intimidating, as, even though there was like pages of them and I'd be saying them in one, in one run. But um, yeah, it was, it was super fun the first week. And, you know, the craziest part about it was that we filmed the entire show at the same location where they filmed the office. Oh, wow. wow. Oh, wow. That's crazy. I did and not know that. Wow. At the end of the season, like at the end of the, the Mutton Stuff series, the last episode yeah. was with Oscar from the office. Wow. Wow. Oh, wow. That is insane. That's wow. huge. That's crazy. And that is, said, that's yeah, crazy. there in like 10 years. Yeah, that must have been like wow, huge for you. Yeah, that yeah. is real. The yeah. office is big show. Yeah. Such a hugely another like hugely successful show. Yeah. Absolutely. I feel like the energy of that show um stayed at the set. Mm. Um when people to the set, they were known for being grumpy. Mm. But yeah. They, they had they had no they 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 couldn't find a reason to frown. They couldn't find a reason to to whine. It, it was just such a peaceful work environment. Also, we had puppies and dogs at our show every single day. Like it yeah. was really work yeah. day. Yeah. So it was the most therapeutic show that I think was ever created. I've ever I've ever seen, in my opinion. Um. Yeah, that, that the energy of the office just it was it was beautiful just to like sometimes I would I would sleep in my trailer just to like, you know, try to like soak in the memory of like being able to be at the office. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So do you have a favorite episode and favorite song from Mun stuff? OK. Favorite episode. Man, there's so many. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I understand. Say what's my favorite dog? Um, <laughs> yeah. And, um, I think I can tell you my favorite song. Yeah, okay. sure. Obviously, the um, the um, my doggy dance party song. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 And yeah. that, like, I I would usually do. Because I would get bored of the same dance sequence and they want to sit, they want the same dance sequence because it's a kid's show and they want something that kids can repeat. I also wanted to show the kind of kids that had too much creativity to follow, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That they just wanted like to do their own thing. So I would do, I would start doing my own thing. Like yeah. I would start, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, if I felt like I wanted to like swing my arm for this one word, I would. <laughs> and my director, would be, what the hell are you doing? We <laughs> choreographed, like you know what I mean. Follow the choreography. Um, and I don't know. He he enjoyed it because it did give Calvin again more more of that authentic feeling. Like that's actually how he felt when the song would come on. Yeah. Yeah. And exactly. Joy, celebration. Like not. It's not some kind of structured form of of happiness it's like you just express yourself how you, you just you, you just be you you know yeah. Yeah. exactly that's awesome yeah, i i just will probably be a long answer but uh 
what was it like having HR Puffin step on the show plus working with the cross? It was absolutely exactly what other people say it was. They are crazy, creative, yeah, outside of the box type of uh, perspectives. Uh, they're really awesome to work with. Um, yeah, I can't I have one bad uh, complaint other than the fact that we're still not doing shows. So, yeah. yeah. Hopefully, but, I know. I know. Sid Croft has done this live stream thing. Hopefully, you're on one in the future. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> I know I, some people from the previous show are on it. They're do. I'm. I'm super. I'm not super educated about what they're doing. What they're doing a live stream. Sid Croft does a stream every once in a while, and he has people. He basically does oh. it every every. He basically does it every Sundays, which is called Sundays with Sid. Basically, he basically does an Instagram live stream like series. He's yeah. yeah. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, and he yeah. had somebody on from one of his previous shows, the Bugaloos. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Um. Funny thing about that. Um. Did you know that that uh, stuff is HR Puffin stuff's nephew? No. No. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. That's so crazy. He's, oh, that's crazy. He's also the same like genetic. Um, yeah. 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 You know. <laughs> that's, that's, man, they told me some really crazy uh <laughs> some stuff. <laughs> I, I don't think I could say yet until they release it, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, they said some pretty funny stuff about how they created HR Puff and stuff. Yeah. Wow. Which is a very classic show. Speaking of HR Puff and stuff, I, I know Chris brought this up in the, in the chat, but uh, he was actually, for the face, I believe, was portrayed by Donna Kimball, who later went on to do Moti in the new Fragile Rock. Which is great puppeteer. Yeah, Donna. Yeah. Yeah. Donna Donna's Kimball. Awesome. Is the um? Oh wait, are you saying that Donna Kimball um did stuff? She, no, she did HR Puffin stuff. Oh, like, I like when HR Puffin stuff here, like she the did face. the face. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think so. I think yeah. Damn. Yeah, now she's on the new which is insane. Yeah, yeah. I, I know some of her work, like I know she even a voice seriously from Sid Science K. And he, you know, yeah, she's, she's not, done a lot know. of stuff. Yeah, yeah. it was super. The reboot of Fraggle Rock and what happened? The reboot of Fraggle Rock is well. Yeah, she's, she's in the fr- and she's in the Fraggle Rock reboot. Yeah, yeah back, back, um, he's, she's back to rock. Great stuff. Drew Massey. Do you guys know Drew Massey? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. He's our mm-hmm. best friend. He's he's man. He's so funny. Like yeah, when we would on. when we would cut, he would still keep going. Wow! <laughs> wow! Oh, yeah. Wait, like minutes of Calvin and stuff like off script, just like messing around and, and doing <laughs> oh man that was I, I definitely know he's going to become a future so it's, it's cool that you mentioned that so is is this like is like an outtake reel or something like that of just like you and stuff just kind of fooling around and stuff yes yeah. <laughs> there's bloopers <laughs> we need to see it oh, yes. it's vault somewhere yeah Say oh, Marty Croft if you're watching this. Yeah, please, put it, release it. Yeah, I, I feel <laughs> yeah. like I should say this. Definitely. I, can I say this in the future? Where you keep saying? I feel like we should. In the future, we might have to say Croft on. I mentioned that. At the beginning. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. We'll I ask him that. about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Awesome. Yeah. Um, hmm. Definitely. So, 
do you have any uh do you have any other funny or interesting like behind the scenes stories while uh working on mutton stuff yes um so megan godfrey uh that's the um stunt woman uh super amazing stunt woman um uh, i guess you know maneuver the the stuff costume and she was you know in control what is that called she was the puppeteer no she wasn't the puppeteer she was the um got the professional name for it but she wore the suit so that the head was uh was probably. yes yeah she was the mm. um she would hold the the head on her shoulders and you know wear the bodysuit but mm. the head was mechanical so drew would you know maneuver it from, from mm -hmm. his feet every time we would take like you know there was cut and you know because the thing weighed like 500 freaking pounds uh, they would have to remove you know the head yeah <laughs> you know every you know every other take someone would yell off with her head <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing that's <laughs> that's i just start cracking up it was funny oh my um, gosh thing um i would i would constantly prank the um the what is it called art the set deck the set decorator oh, okay uh, oh. like, decorator like she was in charge of um you know making sure things were cotton no that right. was sarah, sarah yeah. was making sure things were you know back but she had something to do with continuity she she made sure that the set looked the same way from the previous episode. So I would take certain things and she would lose. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'd, you know, I'd walk in on set with it and I'd put it right where I knew it was supposed to go. <laughs> like, uh, trying to find it. And like, you know, I'd, eventually she just stopped worrying because obviously she knew I wouldn't like jeopardize her job. And, you know, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was just a silly little prank that I'd I'd, I'd pull on her. Um, That's funny. <laughs> what else? Uh, sometimes, you know, obviously, um, the puppeteers end up saying other things than what they're supposed to say. Yes. So, <laughs> um, um, there'd be some there'd be some really funny moments that uh, it's not. Uh, <laughs> I, I I think it's more of an oh. adult. The kids. Oh, not, 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 not so much yeah. for the kids yeah exactly <laughs> it, it, you know what i mean it, yeah slip up so it's yeah normal but they were funny they throw everybody off off track yeah. uh, <laughs> awesome. yeah. i'd love to see these bloopers yeah bloopers. one day yeah yeah that'd be funny definitely so one month stuff ended in 20 in 2017 did you did you get to keep anything from from the set legally no <laughs> oh. yeah probably well i did but um they were things that i i think they weren't gonna keep anyways mm -hmm. yeah uh yeah there were there was a lot of stuff that they they couldn't um put in their into their 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 warehouse in the mm -hmm. studios uh, yeah I feel like honestly, it needs to come back. I never did in 2017. Yeah. But a show like that needs to be now. If we can do a close pose, come on, bring it back. Yeah. Do yeah. you think, what do you guys think? Would you guys be okay with it being animated? 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd be very cool. Yeah, an animated reboot would be like, like a spin, yeah. like spin-off series, but like, but like an anime series. Um, yeah, like it'd be very cool. Or like, you know what I mean? It's it's like so, like maybe it's it's the adventures cool. of Annie the Animal Rescuer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Would you, you know? return for it? Absolutely. <laughs> Actually, yeah. voice acting. Oh yeah! Wow, that's oh, awesome. Wow. Uh, awesome. Yeah. It'd, be, it'd be cool if it was an animated like series where it's called like Calvin and Mother or, or something like that. It'd that be cool. Avengers with Calvin and something like that. It would be cool if it was like the Blue School style where it's animated and live action at the same time. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, that'd be that'd be cool. That would that be would, cool. So, that's what I was. That's more I was referring to. Um, yeah. yeah. I think being on camera um, is also fun for me, but. I'm also open to the idea of just completely being fully animated. Yeah. 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 There you go. Yeah. Because yeah, then so we can kind of combine the two. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I would love to actually have like get like having Oscar uh, Nunez come back to the office on the show is like such like for us kind of fans is such like a mind blowing, like, holy crap experience that I, yeah. you know, I, I, I wouldn't want to take that away by making it fully animated. Right. Right. Yeah, right. That's awesome. So, what, what was it? What is it like getting to work with your dad on these projects? Um, super funny because <laughs> yeah, he had a role in the show, so, also. Yeah, yes, yeah, he owns that. Uh, he, it was super funny because for the first time, he wasn't the star, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. So, yeah. I, you know what I mean? I got to like boss him around a little bit, obviously playfully, but um, yeah, it was fun. Awesome. Yeah. awesome. So, did you still keep in touch with anyone from my stuff? Yes. Megan, Drew, uh, almost everybody. Um, yeah. Oh, nice. Nice. That's awesome. nice. That show was that that set turned into a family. We we became very close yeah. together. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that. That's yeah. amazing. That's awesome. So when so now obviously you and Caesar definitely have a lot of dogs. When when did you get your first dog? When I was born, I think. Oh, wow! <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> when I was born, I was I was put right into the pack. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, all the dogs would smell me. They'd recognize that I had the scent of their leader. So then, by association, I became their leader. Nice. Yeah. Oh. And and I oh, and I am kind of uh, curious. Before you ask your question, why I am kind of curious. Did you like out on the out on the the road? Did you ever get like recognized for being yeah, on uh, mutton stuff? Yeah. Uh, n- not. I got recognized virtually, not really like in person because I have a I have a beard, my hair's long. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not wearing blue. Like I look like, you know, I own like a like a vegan tea shop. <laughs> so I don't think uh, yeah, I don't I think I brought that on myself. I don't think you know, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. 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 I know this I know this is definitely gonna be hard for you. What is your favorite dog brain? favorite dog breed yeah well the one the ones that i've i've learned to i guess be the most comfortable with are pit bulls and chihuahuas oh nice nice yes 
Yeah, throughout my life, I, I have like, I have like, well, I have like one like golden retriever dog, and then I have uh, two like pit bull dogs. That, that yeah, and I know Jakey has a dog currently. And I have yeah, yeah, which is, yeah. yeah, it's a, it's like brown, brown like pit bull dog. Her, her name is Ruby. Yeah, I have a new yeah. one that mix in a lot. Mm-hmm. I unfortunately have not had a dog since I was a little kid. So, bro, do I need to like ship you? Like somebody <laughs> do it out to get you a dog because like I need you to be connected to nature for sure. Yes, definitely. It's just it's it's it's, it's a lot more difficult because we're in an apartment, of course. But at the same time, yeah, I definitely do want a dog one day. I see. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Our dog sounds fun, you know. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So we've talked a lot about your work in the past. Can you share uh, anything you're working on now? Yes. So I am currently venturing out to more like creative um, ideas that I've had um, that I didn't know really what to do with when I was on on set. Yeah. Um, Yeah. um, If I knew, like, let's say, for instance, like the, you know, the voiceovers and the animated series, if I knew you know, I could actually use the momentum and the, and the, 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 yeah, the momentum and the attention that I was getting from the show. I could possibly um, also redirect it towards these new, new projects that I, I want to have um, moving forward. Um, other than what I currently already manifested, I am a owner of a jewelry company. Nice. Um, I nice. Company. It's called Calvin Christian. There you go. Uh, awesome. And, um, I am a blacksmith, so I make swords and, and yeah. right. I need to use to make. <laughs> no, I already no, mentioned some of the, yeah. uh, the beginning. Um, I I own a company as well, um, my own personal company for, um, um, I guess, I'm a canine specialist. That's a different way of saying dog behaviorist. Um, nice. Yeah. And um, it's like it's more like canine therapy. So okay. there you go. Um, yeah. yeah. So people who have the same problems that they've come to my dad with, I'll help solve them and you know figure it out. Um, let's see what else? I got a YouTube <laughs> that I nice. nice. I have a ranch vlogs. I'm I like the style of the office, so I'm trying to like do the nice. same kind of style at the ranch, and oh, so. Nice. These uh, awesome. these new episodes are I'm up, I think we're coming out with episode eight. Oh wow! Next month or this month? Um, nice. Yeah. So a lot of a lot of new fun things are coming. Yeah. Nice. As an actor, dog trainer, what challenges would you say you faced in your career? Being literal. Mm. So like. When I literally say to breathe, I'm not, I'm not making a suggestion. I'm actually saying that you either need to breathe or you will continue to lose control over how you feel. Mm. So say, for instance, when a, a client's panicking because their dog's trying to bite me, they're making it worse by panicking. Mm, that's right, yeah. yeah. But, but they, don't, they don't get it. They don't, um, it's not that they can't get it. It's that they're too overwhelmed to understand that calmness is even is going to be a greater um, energy for you to express rather than your fear, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? And um, 
And if I'm not reacting this way, I definitely want to make it a, you know, an example that I literally want to show you how to act by the way I'm acting. That's, that's really yeah. challenging uh, because yeah. it's not a lot of people believe that it work, you know, mm-hmm. um, thing that I've, I've faced, uh, I'm in acting is, is trying to fake feelings that I genuinely haven't oh, had. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Right. So like, say for instance, uh, uh, reacting super scared to something, right? Like screaming in, in, in terror, right? Yeah. I don't think I can authentically do it. Mm. Um, yeah. That's just a challenge that I face because I don't know where to draw that emotion that I never expressed before. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, fear, is, fear is not something I really like to practice. Uh, hate isn't something that I really like to practice. Yeah. So it's, um, it's, it's really awkward for me to like fake it. <laughs> right. Yeah. But yeah. That, that was the, that was, those are the two challenging things in, in those two lines of work. There you go. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So what piece of advice would you give to anyone who wants to get into acting and tra- train dogs? And as well, you know, if, you, if there's, if there's anyone who wants to be in shows to be, you know, themselves, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, as you, yourself and your stuff, you know? Yeah. Well, dogs will definitely help you act. Yeah. 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 Well, sure. <laughs> you have to be authentic. You have to be able to read body language. You have to be able to even mimic body language and, and, you know, blend in with the the energy of the room um either grow that energy and and become that bigger source of that energy in the room or you know bring it down um Mm -hmm. learning to control um energy is always going to help you with anything in terms of teaching someone else how to go through um certain energetic problems like you know their dog barking too much or if you know their scene is, is very excited uh, they have to be able to control their energy to the point where they can produce their own excitement by, by finding a memory that makes them that excited. And then, yeah. you know, using that and putting it into that scene. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of energy work. Yes. Yeah, sure. sure. That's awesome. What would you actually say to your fans and supporters? I would like to say thank you for, for being born. Thank you for... <laughs> yeah. um, Nobody's actually ever said that before. <laughs> first. <laughs> thank you for being born and thank you for, for giving me the chance to make you happy, um, to fight, to give you that, that piece of, of peace that I have in myself to share with you guys. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I just hope that you guys yeah. can keep thank with you. you and share it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Will. definitely. Thank you for that. So if people would like to contact you, where can people find you? Um, the best place to contact me is Instagram. Right. Yep. Yeah. Instagram. I do follow you, by the way. Same. Perfect. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Of course. And of course, your Instagram will be in the description down below so people can follow yeah. you in there. Perfect. Awesome. Just send it off. <laughs> yeah, so it's so For me to promote myself as well because it's like, I'm so not used to doing that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah. it's so, yeah. so, that's another thing. It's like, it's all attached to money yeah. Yeah. And, and that's not really authentic, but I appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome though. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you. 
So to, so to end this off, so of course this podcast is called Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show. When you think of nostalgia, what do you think of or how would you define the word nostalgia? I would define the word nostalgia as a happy memory. There you go. Definitely, yes. yes. That's sure. yeah. yeah. Like one of the shows that I, I immediately trigger that for me is El, El, Elmo Exercise. Elmo Size. Oh, oh yeah, Elmo Size. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, wow. I love that video. That Dude. Oh, yeah. Let's figure out that Where, video. The VCR packaging for yes. the tapes. Yes. That yeah. immediately triggers like so many, like, man. Oh, Elmo was a huge. The three of us are Sesame growing up. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, all of us Sesame Street fans. Elmo actually, was like crazy. Also, also, so you mentioned Elmo size. We actually got some. We, we actually previously had someone, one of the kids, on who was a part of that video. Yeah, we did. Yeah. So, so, do, do, you remember who, do you remember a kid who was on the, who on the wheelchair? If you remember, a little. Oh, but yeah, a little girl. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't remember what they. I don't remember what they looked like. I remember what they sounded like. Well, there, there was a there was a kid in that video who was in a wheelchair, and we actually had her on as a guest oh, a couple episodes ago. Her, yeah, her name is Tara. Tara oh, yeah. like, she's a Twitch streamer and yeah, great person to talk to. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah, really cool. Actually, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. I definitely want to say this. Hopefully, we can have you back on in the future on the podcast. Yeah, and, uh, maybe exactly. have your dad oh, on as well. The two. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so, have other people from my stuff on. You don't know. Yeah, yeah. Drew <laughs> Oh, yeah. awesome. Well, Calvin, it has been a blast. Thank you so yeah. much for being a guest Thank on you the so show. much. And I'm glad for you now for us, you know, knowing the work month stuff, you know, keep up with whatever we're doing. Can we, we'll see, see what's next for you and, and, and when we have be back Sid on. Croft, and when we have Sid Croft on, we'll tell him you said hi. Yeah. Yes, Yeah, please. we'll tell him we had you on, yeah. That'd be, that'd be awesome. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, you know, you know what we do? We talk about you back on. Let's have the two of you on together. Sit, sit oh, my gosh. On. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be so that'd be fun. Cool. Wow. Oh, yeah. Drew was a part of my childhood because I was Sid the Science Kid. And, yeah, Drew. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's I remember that show so well. All right. He did the Science Kid until he told me. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Wow. He <laughs> probably didn't know Donna, Donna did it too before. Yeah. 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 The teacher. Yeah. Like I said, you think she, she did the voice of Susie, a kid, the teacher. Yeah. The character for the show. And Victor Yearin, who was also on Mutton Stuff, was on it. Victor, yeah, dude, Victor's hilarious. Yeah, yes, Victor's amazing. Noodles, yeah, yes. noodles yeah. are a mess. Yeah, so, well, so thanks, Calvin, for you know being a part of our lives, you know, with mutton stuff, and can't wait Thank to you. see what's next in store for you. So, exactly. and with that, that with that, with, with that, everybody, that brings another episode of Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show to a close. Thanks again, Calvin, for being on. It has been an honor talking yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah for sure. We can't wait to they, have you back on in the future. Yes, and from yes, all of us, sir. from all of us to all of you, remember that you are worth it to stay nostalgic. You're worth it and stay nostalgic. Take care, everyone. Bye. See you next episode. See you next time on another episode of Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show, where nostalgia comes alive. Be sure to follow us on social media and stream us wherever you find your favorite podcasts. And as always, remember that you are worth it and to always stay nostalgic. Bye bye. <laughs>